dozen roses, glass of wine, slippers and PJs, feeling fine. Advice is nice. It's advice by the fireplace. With Dan, Lila, Karen. CJLO. Sixteen ninety. Who's that on the roof? Get out of here for now. CJ Lowe, 1690, welcome back to another episode of a little show called Advice by the Fireplace. It's Wednesday, 5 p.m. in beautiful Montreal, Quebec, Canada. So that can only mean one thing. It's this advice by the fireplace what is it well i'll tell you advice by the fireplace is the show where we meaning me your host dan lila daniel karen i bring on a guest usually a comedian this year i mean this week what a doozy this year it's been a whole bunch of doozies What do you call a bunch of doozies? I guess doozies. A collection of doozies? Is that like a murder of crows? I don't know what it's called. But all that to say. All that nonsense to say. We answer advice questions sent in by our listeners. We're here to help. We're here to share. We're here to grow together. Oh, and oh, it's uh, one last thing. It's Christmas time. That's all. <laughs> Very excited. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, New Year's, all of those January 6th Christmases, and of course, December 25th. It's a holiday season. New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, by the way. Boxing Day. Uh, MMA Day. Wrestling day. The holiday season. So excited to be here for it. Gosh, I'm I'm in I'm in the holiday cheer zone. And I'm loving it. I'm loving every second of it. I am having one problem though this holiday season, I'll be honest. Something's been bothering me. Getting under my skin. I, I am, I'm dealing with a real elf problem right now, I'll be honest. I got a real elf problem on my hands here. Elf on the shelf? God. I wish, uh, I wish this was an elf by itself. Okay? This elf is everywhere. Can't get it away from me. Leave me alone. She's... This a, I don't know, he, she, this elf, coughing, sick, spitting all the time. This is an elf in poor health. And this elf's got no job, just lays around the house, mooching, eating my, eating my Christmas berries, 
drinking my nog. Always asking for some spare change. This is an elf with no wealth. Okay? Okay? Seriously. Elf on the shelf. Ay, ay, ay. I'm, I'm, I'm dealing too bad. Where can I put it on the shelf of an outhouse, maybe? God, get rid of this thing. He's everywhere. Is an oven rack considered a shelf? Put him in there. 425. Put you on the shelf of one of those houses where they test nuclear bombs in the 50s. Remember those? Put you in that shelf, okay? I'm dealing with an elf problem. What is an elf anyway, by the way? What even is an elf? Huh? You think you're so special? What? An elf is just a goblin with rosy cheeks. You know what I mean? Yeah, I said it. An elf is just a leprechaun who's six months sober, okay? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Am I wrong? Answer me this. Am I wrong? Look, an elf is just a smurf that ain't blue, okay? I say, you can quote me. You can quote me on that. My hands are up in the air. Like, I just don't care. I do feel bad for them, though. I want to say to my elf, like, how long have you been working at Santa's workshop, you know what I mean? Santa's sweatshop, as I like to call it. Yikes. Not a lot of upward mobility in that job, you know what I mean? Seems like you've had the same position for, oh, I don't know, 400 years? What's your... I bet you got a sweet Christmas bonus this year. What, two chestnuts? Like... A gumdrop to add to your collection? Great. You're so good at building. Why don't you build yourself a retirement plan? How about that? Take that, one of those little hammers. Build yourself some RRSPs for your stocking, okay? I'm sad. I'm happy, but I'm sad. <laughs> I'm all over the place. I started happy, but I have this elf problem, and now I'm sad, but I am happy. Only one more week of uh, Christmas songs, and then back in the bag for another year. We gotta start our January songs. I'm gonna miss them. I miss them every year. I'm gonna miss my favorite, of course, Jingle Bell Rock. The greatest song ever written. Uh, greatest? The dumbest. I love it, but it's, boy, stupid. Woo, stupid stuff. Jingle Bell Rock. This is a world where everything's jingled. Everything's jingle-fied. It's a strange place. Everyone's dancing in Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Square. That's what it's called. The town square. Jingle Bell Square. Even in the summer. <laughs> no snow? Let's go to Jingle Bell Square. For the water slides. Doesn't sound right. They have their own dance. The jingle hop. You ever done the jingle hop? It's a beautiful dance. Oh, man. You know, for um, <clears throat> my wife and I, the first dance at our wedding was actually the jingle hop. We, uh, yeah, we decided to do the jingle hop. Not a dry eye in the place. It was really beautiful. Really beautiful stuff. It's hard to dance to, though, I'll be honest. Because it's in jingle bell time. Which is also mentioned in the song. Jingle Bells Chime and Jingle Bell Time. Have you heard of that? That's tough. Jingle Bell Time. That's hard to follow. Yeah, tss, 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 tss. Which, what? Huh? 
It's its own time signature, you know? I went to a... I went to a... <laughs> Jingle Bell rock concert. They were going, okay, guys. Uh, start in A minor. Watch me for the changes. Uh, let's start in Jingle Bell time. Here we go. I couldn't follow it. I was like, what is this? <sighs> Throwing up bushels of fun. I don't know how much that is. A bushel of fun. Throwing up bushels of fun. Now the jingle hop has begun. Well, I, I not too much fun. If you do the jingle hop, no, that's a barrel of fun. Tone it down. We need bushels. Only bushels here. No, that's a that's a bread bin of fun. Pump it up. Pump it up. I don't like how they treat that horse, though. I'll be honest. The way they talk about that horse in that song? Ah. <laughs> ah. Really grinds my gears. Giddy up, jingle horse. Pick up your feet. Jingle around the clock. Give the horse a break. You know? Isn't that condescending? I sense rage. Giddy up, jingle horse. You know? Pick up your goddamn feet. Pick up you stupid. Jingle horse. I don't know. I don't like how they talk to that horse. Around the clock? It's Christmas. And it's a one-horse sleigh. It doesn't even have a friend. I don't trust these people who wrote this song. But goodbye, Jingle Bell Rock. Till next year. Till next December. Goodbye to you. Because Christmas is almost here. Which means we put away childish things afterwards. And we get ready for the new year. But no, I, no, I'm not going to talk about the new year. Because we got a whole new episode next week between Christmas. Excuse me, I'm having hiccups. <laughs> Very unprofessional. <laughs> That's a real dad move. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, so we're going to talk about New Year's next week. But today, it's the holidays. But I basically said everything I had to say. The elf thing and the Jingle Bell Rock thing. And I'm very excited for today's guest, who I'm going to bring on in a few minutes. So I'm going to say it, Superstar. In you know what? I don't want to embarrass him while he's here, so I'm just going to say it before he's here. Inspiration. I said I got this guy's phone number. Now I know I'm doing okay. And sure, it was a fake number. I called them, I said, hello, and they said, McDonald's. And I said, well, while I'm at it, I'll take a Big Mac. And they said, this is Daniel, stop calling us. I'm like, okay, I call too much. I'm hungry. But I'm very excited to bring him on in a few minutes. He's doing, I'll be honest, some of these bums. Uh, this I will tell him. Some of these bums I have on, okay? I'm doing them a favor. <laughs> you want on my radio show? I'll think about it, I say to them. This week, I say, please, be my Christmas miracle. And he came through. Well, I don't know yet. <laughs> but we'll talk to him after the break. I hope. So let's get to that break in just a minute. I'm even going to say less than a minute. I'm comfortable in telling you. This break will happen in just about 50 seconds. We're going to hear an ad. We're going to hear... A promo for another wonderful show here at CJLO 1690 AM. And we're going to hear 
Just some sound effects from a milkshake maker. Just want to hear what it sounds like. Some mechanical whirring. Why not, right? Switch it up. So you, I'm so bored with ads. Let's just have like the sound of a lawnmower. Sometimes I'm listening to the, <laughs> some of the music they play on here. It sounds like a lawnmower. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I'm an old man. House music? I'm leaving the house if that turns on. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. I'm going to remember that one. <laughs> oh, this is on the radio? Okay. Let's go to a break. And we will be right back with a little bit more Advice by the Fireplace. Me, Dan Lila, a very special comedian guest. All that and more. Mm, right after this. Brewtopia Brew Pub is very proud to be serving fresh, naturally brewed ales for 25 years. It's our pleasure to offer delicious pub fare at the best value around. Whether you come to enjoy Montreal's longest running open mic, trivia night, our amazing free live shows, or just meeting friends to catch up, Brewtopia is ready to deliver. Come check us out at 1219 Crescent Street, below St. Catherine. You got CJ alone. We respect the music our DJs choose to play. Are they playing f***ing Coldplay? How long will they wait? CJ Lowe! Hey, how long will they wait? Stay tuned to CJLO's 1690, Saturday mornings from 10 a.m. to noon. From Montreal's most diversified gospel show, Gospel Unlimited. Join Ray, Tanisha, and Curtis as they take you on a musical journey and share stimulating conversations along the way. Don't miss it. Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, Gospel Unlimited. CJLO, 1690 AM. We're back with Advice by the Fireplace. I'm Dan Lila, but I'm not alone. Oh, no, 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 no. I have a very special guest here on the show. Uh, what can I say to introduce this man that hasn't been said by... Uh, I don't even... Okay, I'm botching it already. Look, I'm, I'm just going to bring him on. Comedian extraordinaire. I'm so excited. He's doing me... This is my Christmas miracle. Uh, please welcome to the show, Mr. Joey Elias. Hello, Joey. Hey, buddy. What's up? Not too much. What's up with you? Oh, you know, uh, having a little Mountain Dew because I've given up and uh, ready to answer some questions. Mm, Mountain Dew. Famously, I mean, I don't I know we're on the radio, but you know, the the rumors about Mountain Dew. Uh, No, I just uh, I know why I like it. Well, let me tell Uh, you, I'm sorry to say on the schoolyard. Mountain Dew always said to have lowered your sperm count. <laughs> that was the classic thing that all the school kids said. Well, you know what? <laughs> uh, probably best for me and society that that, uh, that happened. <laughs> yeah, a happy accident. Yeah, exactly. So let me ask you, Joey. I mean, uh, have you heard? Look, this is advice by the fireplace. I'm sure you know this is an advice show. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you comfortable giving advice? Do you find yourself giving advice a lot in life? Uh, no, I, I should be asking a lot more than giving out. Mm, yes. Yeah. 
well, hey, look, um, maybe, do you have anything you want from me? I can give you advice. I mean, I'm confident. Uh, so far, I'm good. <laughs> if anything pops up, I'll, uh, I'll nice interject. Day. All right, wonderful. Please do. Um, look, I think we should just get into it. I, I, I'd love to keep small talking with you, but we have some very important stuff here. I got letters sent in from listeners, loyal listeners, and they need our help. Got it. Uh, we're just going to get started here. I need your help with this letter. This first one's written in by Montgomery Smelch, all the way from Dumpster, North Carolina. So we got international listeners who need our help here. And I'm just going to read this. You ready? Uh, As ready as I can be. All right, wonderful. Dear Advice by the Fireplace, As a gentleman should, I offer my wife the first choice when there are two of something left. For example, quote, Dear wife, we have two tomatoes left. Would you prefer the red or the yellow? Her response, invariably, is, Either one is fine. I have no preference. I contend that this is rude, and that proper etiquette would dictate that she choose one, rather than deferring the decision back to me. What do you say? Love, Montgomery Smelch, from Dumpster, North Carolina. Well, that's a good question, well, Dumpster. Yeah. And um, <laughs> my advice to you would be uh, be a gentleman, give her both tomatoes, and you take the other vegetables that she's chosen not to eat. And that way she's happy. You look kind of like chivalrous. Mm-hmm. And uh, even taking the bullet because you're going to eat radish. Well, first off, I think, uh, yeah, you're crazy if you have radish in the house to begin with. Yeah. Secondly, I think that's a very good point. You know, he says uh, uh, the proper etiquette would dictate that she choose one. I think you're right. The proper etiquette, don't give her a choice at all. I mean, take it all, lady. You know, proper etiquette, you have it. Exactly. I think you're very, I think you're correct here. Oh, man. First I mean, time for everything. <laughs> Two tomatoes. I mean, or uh, devil's advocate here. Does any of this really matter? <laughs> also, tomatoes are very expensive now, so you may want to put that second oh away, uh, second one away, and save it. You split that first tomato, <laughs> cut it yeah. in half. I know it's expensive. Oh my god. I feel like I have some friendships now where all we do is get together and complain about how expensive food is. Wait till you hit fifty, and then <laughs> the weather comes into play too. <laughs> yeah. And that's why, and that's, that's why true. the vegetables are so expensive. Did you see the rain? Oh, the rain! It killed the corn. That's why corn is so expensive. And that's all you talk about. And then eventually you go, "Do you have a pain?" Yes, I know. I'm definitely. I'm not quite there yet. I hear the parking <laughs> conversation starting with my friends and my sort of peer level. Be a lot of complaining about parking. <laughs> and I think isn't this for older people? But my peers are doing it all the time. Yeah. Well. It's a sign of age. I don't know how to tell you that. I know. I'm, look, I'm sad about it. Okay. Either one is fine. I have no preference. Yeah. I think uh, Montgomery Smelch here, I don't think his wife is being rude by saying you can, you know, I mean, is is he right in that uh, her saying whichever one is fine is rude? No, I think uh, she can have whatever she wants because she took uh, the name Smelch. She probably did. You're right. They live in Dumpster, North Carolina. This is a grim life they're living. <laughs> okay. Tomato, tomatoless. This, this poor tomatoless like woman. Headline, yeah. Yeah. It's gonna happen. Well, okay. I think this is a pretty si- look. I'm starting off easy. That's a pretty simple one. 
Montgomery, don't worry about it. Give your wife everything she wants, and then you take the scraps. Yeah. Fair? Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Fair the scraps with the dog. (laughs) Exactly. I know how much your dog loves radishes, so it's perfect. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) All right. Look, we did it. I think that's it. We got uh, anything to add? No. I think we're good. Montgomery, thanks for writing in. I got another one here. Let's get to another letter, because this one's a little bit longer, okay? I'm sorry. This is a little more, uh, yeah. If you're not sitting down, sit down for this one. How's that Mountain Dew, by the way? Delicious. Still good, eh? Yeah, and no kids to be seen. <laughs> I was going to say, how's the sperm? It's, it's <laughs> no change so far? <laughs> no, I don't feel anything swimming. <laughs> okay, good. So this is coming in from Grace P. Wallaroo, uh, all the way from Scrunt Lake. Wow. We got a lot of letters from Scrunt Lake, so thank you for your support. And she says this. You ready for this? Here we go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dear Advice by the Fireplace and Guest, My fiancé and I are planning our wedding. As the bride, I'm planning on making certain requests of my guests to make sure that my special day is as perfect as possible. For example, I'm asking that my guests wear exclusively yellow at the ceremony. My fiancé has been supportive, but he angrily rejected my other request, that our guests remain silent throughout both the ceremony and reception to ensure that the focus remains on us. My fiancé said that this is irrational. He does not want to have a silent wedding. I know it's uncommon. I've never really heard of anyone else having one, but we've had them in my family. My guests are not permitted to speak at all during the ceremony, and the only toasts allowed are from the mothers of the bride and groom. Instrumental music will be playing quietly. During the reception, the guests may whisper amongst one another, but may not speak aloud. As the newly married couple, our focus should remain solely on one another rather than on any rowdy guests. I know it's a lot to ask, but I feel like I should have the wedding I want so that the start of our life together will be perfect. I want him to support me, even if we disagree on something. Is my fiancé's lack of understanding and support a red flag? Sincerely, Grace P. Wallaroo from Scrunt Lake. Well, Wallaroo lady, uh, it's not a red flag. It's a great idea. And uh, I would be all for going to more parties if people didn't talk to me. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why people don't invite me to parties. Pardon me. <clears throat> but in all honesty, uh, I don't mind that music being low. I mean, you can play any type of music, but a lot of times, music at the weddings or the bar mitzvahs or the such, very loud. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you don't have to have a sit-down meal. I'm saving people money here. Buffet style, let people sit where they want with who they want, and uh, it's got to be open bar, and and no vegan stuff. <laughs> no, no vegan stuff at all. Only meat. <laughs> um. Well, here's the thing. I mean, I I don't know if I would want to go to a wedding where I don't talk to anybody. Like I I I kind of like the social. Look, I get a little drunk. I agree about the open bar. You show up, you drink a little bit, you get the courage to talk to that person who's normally very boring. I don't know if I. you just go and watch them go about their business. I don't, this wedding sounds strange to me. You're more supportive of it than I expected, I'll be honest. Oh, hello, Joey? Hello? Did I lose him? Joey, hello? Uh-oh. 
I think he hung up on me. I was wondering why I wasn't making him cackle with laughter. I was, I was like, this is gold what I'm saying. Why isn't he laughing back? Well, what should we do now? Should we call him? Hello? Hello? I, I don't think I did anything there. Which makes me feel good. Anytime something happened and it wasn't my fault, oh, feels great. Even if it's really bad, actually, I don't even care. As long as it wasn't my fault. This probably was, let's be honest. How can it not be? No, I think something happened with his Mountain Dew. I'm not gonna lie. Well, now I'm scratching my face. Can you hear me just scratching now that my guest is gone? Should I call him again? Hmm. Should we take another break? Hmm. Let's call him again. Hmm. <laughs> Should I do that on the break? Oh, you know what? I know what to do. I was going to play this later. But I'd like to hear it now. So I'm going to play this right now. And, to, and then we'll get it figured out. And by it, I mean uh, the next 35 minutes. Oh, boy. All right. So let's listen to this. It's uh, Joey Elias talking about a brief history of the comedy nest. That's fun. All right. We'll be right back. Nineteen seventy-nine, a very tumultuous time in the Bell Pro. Not the hot dog joint, they're always on point, but the province itself. Referendum, the talk was building, and it was biblical. People were leaving. It was almost like Rene Levesque replaced Moses, and his cigarette replaced his staff, and instead of the Red Sea parting, it was the 401 opening with new paved lanes all the way to the promised land of Toronto. Like a salmon swimming upstream, one man bucked the trend. That man was Ernie Butler. He realized that political strife and comedy, they go hand in hand. He was so sure it was going to work, he opened his first club called Stitches at a place we now know as Ziggy's Pub. From its humble beginnings of having shows just on Fridays and Saturday nights, Stitches grew in to the comedy nest. Location, location, location. It's something you hear in business all the time, and the comedy nest took that to a whole new level. They left Stitches and then they went to Bishop Street, which is now a hole in the ground. Then they went back to Crescent Street, which is now Karina's. Then they moved to a hotel. Then they were in a chicken restaurant, which is also a hole in the ground. And then finally, they settled on their permanent perch, where they are now. The Comedy Nest now finds itself on the third floor of the Montreal Forum that used to house the Montreal Canadiens. And I'll be honest, sometimes when I'm on stage, I think to myself, did I see a game from here? Was it the Blues or was it Standing Room? If you don't know what Standing Room is, Go ask your grandfather. The Comedy Nest was the first club in North America to headline Jim Carrey and Russell Peters, to name a few. And other people like myself, Rothpan, Acker, we all honed our craft here too. They say the legends of the Forum still live here in the rafters, and it's true. I've seen them, you can too. Look, it's Foss and Rothpan, Bronson, Bowser, and Blue. Acker. Blue, whatever. My point is, they're always here, and they always will be. They say laughter's the best medicine, so why don't you come on down? They're open seven days a week, and get your dose. Wasn't that great? Some history of the Comedy Nest. Which is a comedy club. Do I have to explain that? That's a comedy club in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. As of right now, the only English full-time comedy club, R.I.P., The Comedy Works, 
It didn't work. In the building. He talked about that. So, couldn't get a hold of him. Looks like my Christmas miracle turned into a big Christmas goose. And not the kind you get as a gift and then eat with the family. More like the kind, like the verb, when somebody kind of grabs you in a weird way. And you don't like it. I feel grabbed by the silence of not having a guest here. Maybe I'll... I don't know what to do. There's a lot of fun things. Should I open this up? I mean, if anyone's listening right now, please do yourself a favor and do me a favor and call in to 514-848-7471. That number again, 514-848. Oop, that was my beard. 514-848-7471. If I get a call right now, I'm going to answer it. And if... And if you're on the other end and you swear, I'm going to be so angry. Because we don't like swear words here at the show. We like words that everybody could say. Like Worcestershire. Oh, oh my gosh, I'm getting a call right now. This is so exciting. Let's see who it is and what happens. Hello, CJLO 1690. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Hello, how are you? Good man. I know. I wasn't sure if I should call you. You call me. I'm I not... tried calling, and then I think uh, I don't know what had the phones here are so touchy. But thanks for calling back. I was really floundering there. Did you hear me? No, I couldn't. Oh, great. <laughs> Good. I was. I started to insult you. I got furious. <laughs> I love it. Sounds like we're dating. <laughs> uh, all right. So, what were we talking about before? Uh, yeah, I don't know what happened there. Thank you for calling back. I appreciate it. No worries. Are we back on the air now? Oh, yeah. We're back on the air. Oh, hello, air people. I have no idea what happened. I apologize. Oh, that's What happened okay. was is that woman uh, that I was going to, uh, or the husband, that I, I was going to say that, uh, no, let the woman have whatever she wants in terms of silence. And then he was like, yeah, you want silence? And then somehow Jedi powers cut <laughs> us off. Exactly. I know. Now that you're back, I'm not going to touch anything. I was fiddling around with a wire I, I'm, that's on the floor now. Um, let me ask you, so you're invited to a wedding. It's yeah. a friend of yours. They say, wear yellow and don't talk at all. You're telling me you're excited to go to this? I'm not excited to go to any <laughs> wedding, whether there's con- conditions or not. Right. Um, okay. You know, the wearing yellow, I think that's hilarious. Uh, yeah. If it's a joke, then great. If not, you know what? I would probably do something like that if I ever got married, just to see if people... It's kind of like the green M&Ms in the green room, right? Yes. You do it because you can. You make sure people are actually reading your uh, your invitation. Yeah. Exactly. Well, what do you say to her if your friend of... You know, your friend comes to you and says, my husband won't support my dream of a silent wedding. Is that a red flag? Uh, no, it's just a matter of... Uh, Sit down, compromise. You'll find uh, you'll find some middle ground. Like maybe it won't be yellow. Maybe it'll be like um, yeah. you know salmon. Ooh, I like that. Or maybe exactly maybe uh, the ceremony is completely wordless and quiet. And then at a certain point, the music comes on, the words come out, everybody starts the party. Yeah, I mean, as the night goes on and you have more drinks, you know, people are going to talk and it's going to get louder and louder and someone's going to eventually be like, 
you know, ACDC. And that's when the party starts. <laughs> exactly. Like it always does. What Have you been to a strange wedding in the past? Any kind of themed wedding or anything? Not themed. I've done a wedding in the round. When you say you've done, you mean you were the officiant? No, I was just uh, seated. I see. In the round. I don't think I've ever, yeah, I don't think I've ever uh, been officiated or uh, asked to officiate because people know there's no way that I should be <laughs> anywhere near something legal or religious. Right. Or considered sacred. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Like, they actually have a picture of me near the Wailing Wall. Like, I haven't been ever, but they're like, please, if he shows up, no. <laughs> I don't think I would, too. Honestly, if somebody asked me, even a friend or so, I feel like that's just so much pressure. And even this lady says, oh, everything's neat. The beginning of our relationship has to be perfect, so this has to be perfect. It's like, I don't. Th- I'll sit in the back and eat your food, but I can't. I, it's so much pressure for these people. Thousands and thousands of dollars. I don't know how they do it. Exactly. Oh, my God. Well, stress. So, I guess that's about it. Look, anything else we want to say about this to Grace P. Wallaroo? Uh, talk it out with your fiancé. Yeah, and if you have to, put down the phone for a minute or two, and then call back and it'll all work out. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Great. <clears throat> um, all right, Joey, look, I got one more question here for you. All right. And then I'll let you go. I know you're busy. I know you got a cool, I want you to plug uh, your New Year's show in a little bit, so get that in the brain. But right. I got I got one more letter coming in. This is coming in from Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Ooh, a local one. And it's written in by uh, Annie DeSalvo. And she says this. Are you ready for this last one? Always. Okay, here we go. Annie says this. My husband and I have two adult son- sons, 22 and 20. We help them become independent by teaching them as teenagers to cook, do their laundry, scrub their bathrooms, vacuum, do the dishes, etc. Our oldest moved out a year ago and rented an apartment with a 28-year-old girlfriend. A month after he moved, we were invited to their place for dinner. The apartment was a mess. We let our son know that if they if they need to spend 15 to 30 minutes every day picking up after themselves so their days off won't be spent cleaning. They both work crazy hours. Neither one thinks cleaning their apartment is important. We've bought them cleaning supplies, a vacuum, a mop, etc. to help them maintain their apartment, but they sit unused. Their place is now a total disaster. It pains me to see them live like this. This isn't how our son was raised. (laughs) By the way, she is the mother of a five-year-old who stays with her three days a week. Part of me wants to call CPS because no child should live in these conditions, but I'm hesitant because of my son. He loves her and he enjoys living with her. I desperately need advice on how to handle this best. Love, Annie, from Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Well, that's a heavy thing, Annie. I would, uh, I would definitely call A and E and uh, ask them to bring back intervention. Oh yes. And you should have the premiere of the reboot. It sounds like, uh, listen. You know, uh, teach their own. If they can live like that and they don't have to worry about anything, also the five-year-old kid, he's going to build up immunity to all these uh, germs and <laughs> viruses, and then that kid's going to be the healthiest kid on the planet. So, Good way to look I at like it. That. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, so your, your grandson, by default, is, uh, or your step-grandson, granddaughter, you know, going to be very uh, strong, 
uh, immunity-wise, and then, of course, um, as far as your kid goes, you don't have to live there. Mm-hmm. Right? They're not living under your roof. Not your rules anymore, mama. And look, I think you did right. This kid is, uh, you got a 22-year-old son with a 28-year-old girlfriend. Uh, he he works long hours. I think this kid's doing all right. You know what I mean? He doesn't seem like a, this is a, this is a successful 22-year-old, I think. I think it's yeah. normal that they're, what, a, a bit of a mess in your place? My place was messy at 22, and I didn't have a cool, hot, older girlfriend or <laughs> good job. Yeah. <laughs> what was my uh, excuse? Nor do I. And here's the thing. <laughs> There's still hope for uh, this lady with the, the younger kid. So there you go. Exactly. Yeah, I think, I mean, look, not to throw her under the bus, my mother has thought every single place I've ever lived was a dump and uh, that it was kind of sad. And I <laughs> said, you know what? It's clean to me. I, hey, it's not so bad. But it's not up All to her All in the standards. eye of the beholder. Exactly. Ay, ay, ay. So what do you think here? Yeah, that's about it. Eh? I mean, uh, leave, leave your kid alone is my advice. Yeah, as long as he doesn't bring his filth back to you, it's all good. That's true. Okay, what if oh, suddenly he comes to her and says, oh, uh, we got uh, lice. Or I'm trying to think, what could happen because of a dirty apartment? Oh, we got cockroaches. Well, call an exterminator and do the laundry. <laughs> Simple as that. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Joey, I think you're right. <laughs> It's, uh, it's the age. It's all, you know, it's wisdom because I'm a little bit older. Mm. It's all things I've learned. Would you consider yourself a tidy guy? If I show up at your house right now, is it orderly and clean? No. <laughs> not at all, no. <laughs> no, no, not There's clutter. There's clutter. I'm pretty good aside from kitchen. I got a lot of dishes, a lot of spills, something so I don't clean it right away. It kind of... You know, my bedroom's fairly organized, and that, but the kitchen is just kind of always... I'm a couple of steps behind at all times. I'm a couple of steps behind uh, on everything all the time. So, And also, I, my desk is very clean. I don't like... like hey. I said, it's weird that I have clutter everywhere else, but my workspace is very clean. Sure. That's important. Yeah. Let me ask, computer desktop, is that pretty sparse? Is there a lot there? Um, just, I got the, the computer and then I got a couple of, uh, you know, pads of paper and pens and pencils that I'm, I'm old school. I still use those things. Nice. Beautiful. Well, geez. Um, Joey, I think that's basically it. I mean, God, I got, I had these questions come in. We answer them. Uh, you're doing a service to your listeners (laughs) and you are part of that service. This is community service. Uh, I know you're familiar with that. Hey. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'm um, hoping my parole officer is listening. (laughs) Let me ask you again. I'm sorry. I have to know. What is this New Year's Eve show you're doing? Oh, well, it's over at uh, Hurley's Irish Pub on Crescent. And it's uh, comedy. And then there's music afterwards and champagne at midnight. And just uh, I know uh, Lawrence Korber is hosting. Uh, That's pretty much all I know uh, to that's been confirmed to me but if you go to eventbrite and you type in new year's eve hurley's or you type in my name it'll come up and uh Mm. bob's your uncle we hope to see you there i think that's such a good idea because honestly i heard 
I'm not gonna lie, I thought, ooh, dicey, you know, comedy into the midnight thing. I thought that could get a little strange, but I like it. Comedy, and then the music, so there's a wonderful show, and then the drink, ooh, I like it. It turns into a bit of a party, the champagne at midnight. Exactly. That sounds very fun. That sounds great. Well, hopefully we'll see you there. Oh, baby, if I don't have a hot date that night. Uh, you bring her there, bring in the new year with a oh. uh, little comedy and uh, some music and uh, beverage. Maybe I will. All right, Eventbrite. Yeah, look at it. Look, it's Google. It's all over Facebook. You can find it. Uh, Joe, do you have anything else you want? How can people find you online? I know you have your Everyday Joe segment. Yeah, that'll be my Everyday Joe on Global, which will be back uh, the second week, the second Sunday in January. And this week. I'm uh, doing the mornings on TFN 690. But he's up early, 6 to 10, and you happen to be into the sports. There you are. Mm. Is that include, so what, like, basically, (laughs) this sounds so stupid, but sincerely, all sport, do you cover the NBA? Because that's the only one I'm really following these days. Yeah, we had uh, Dwight Walton on uh, this morning, actually, with us. He was talking about, uh, you know, why there isn't uh, much hope, unfortunately, presently for Montreal to get an NBA expansion team, but maybe down the road. Um, And then we just spoke about a couple other guys that are having some good weeks. And that's it, really. And the Raptors, uh, the Raptors having lost six in a row. Oh, I'm devastated. This is I've, I've been following and it's this is a tough season to follow the Raptors, boy, I'll tell you. Yeah, I, I can get that, but, you know, I still have faith in Nick Nurse. So I think their coach is really good, and as long as the media in that city doesn't jump down, you know, management and coaches' mm-hmm. throat and start calling for their heads, I think everything will work out fine. This, this is some of the sports banter that you can hear every morning on TSN. If you ever need someone to talk about the Raptors, you, I'm your man. Uh, Joey? I will be calling tomorrow morning at about 7.05. <laughs> I'll be up. Uh, thank you so much for being here, man, truly. Uh, My pleasure. It's I'm, always a pleasure uh, talking and hanging with you. And uh, happy holidays to everybody listening. And uh, hope you're happy and healthy. And hopefully we'll see everybody at a show in the new year. This uh, so well said. Uh, I hope to, honestly, maybe you can come by the, actually come in person to the studio one day in 2023. I will do that. I will I will make you that promise. Oh, incredible. Joey, take care, my friend. Thank you so much. My pleasure. I'll talk to you guys soon. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Cheers. That was Joey Elias twice. He called once, he called a second time. You know why? Because he says... He does something, and then he does it. He says, I'll be on your show. I'll answer three questions. Oh, one and a half are answered? I call back, because I made a promise to Dan Lila. Okay? Okay, cha-cha. That's my Dennis Miller. I made a promise. Cha-cha. Stronger than the Tutankhamun's... Okay. I'm not good at impressions. I've done my... The only impression I'm working on these days, Nick Kroll from from Big Mouth. That's the only impression I'm doing. I'll do it again, sure. Nick Kroll. I'm, the, I'm a Nick Kroll character. That's the only one. And it's not good. I'll work on my Joey Elias. Maybe I'll do that. Is anyone doing an impression of me? Hmm? I'd like to hear that. Oh, does anyone have... Look, I know this is the radio, so I'm going to whisper this. 
Does anyone have the balls to do an impression of me? Dan Lila? I think you would just like puff up your cheeks like <laughs> and then pretend to be big and go bah, 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 bah. <laughs> or just start sweating. Okay, you say this is my impression of Dan Lila and then you immediately start sweating and then you lose something. You go, where are my keys? What where, Where'd they go? And then um, you uh, make a high-pitched sort of hyena slash Swedish woman laugh. Like that. And then keep sweating. You're going to want... You, the, your impulse is to say, I sweat too much. No, 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 no. You keep going. If you do that Daniel impression, you keep sweating. And then finally, something self-deprecating. Oh, I'm the worst. Something like that. But then... <laughs> uh, how do you close out an impression of me? Thumb up. Finger gun, thumb up, one of those. What am I talking about? Oh yeah, we have to go to a break. I forgot. So let's do that right now. Like right now. You know what? Let's do that right now. Let's go to a break right now here at CJLO 6090 AM. Advice by the fireplace. We'll re we'll reconvene after this. <laughs> Following the spring 2021 release of his critically acclaimed album, Pink Dogs on the Grass, Montreal-based multidisciplinary artist Paul Jacobs unveils 185 on the Corner, a set of four psychedelic folk-infused songs that showcase the musician's knack for hazy soundscapes, hypnotic grooves, and subdued atmospheres. On the new collection of songs, Jacobs once again delivers the neo-psychedelic sound he is known for but this time with a mellower approach and velvety mid-tempo rhythms. The four-song EP is out now via Bound Sound, available on all digital platforms. CGLO1690AM. 想要分享你的声音吗？还等什么？世界在聆听，欢迎到cjlo.com了解更多信息。Hi and welcome to the show tonight. Tonight we have the best new music. But right now, let's check out the changes in this week's CJLO Top 30. Charts and crafts, counting down the best new artists played at the station every Friday at noon, only on CJLO 6090 AM. Ho, ho, ho. Merry advice by the fireplace. I meant to fade that out. CJLO1690, welcome back to the show. I'm Dan Lila, your host. We just had Joey Elias, Montreal legend. Look, I didn't want to fawn over him. But we have a legend. Joey Elias. I can't believe it. I can't believe he did it. 
And yeah, I talk too much when all of our guests are here, including him. I get your letters. Oh, speaking of. Give me your letters. Write in. Advice by the fireplace at gmail.com. That again, advice by the fireplace at gmail.com. I need your advice letters. No, you know what? I want them. I'm I I'm, I've been doing fine without them. We famously got one letter from our wonderful listener uh, from Milwaukee. And we love you. But I want more of you. I need more letters, baby. And I need to stop saying baby. Hun. Dear. Um, <laughs> we're back. CJLO 6090. Uh, it's feeling a little Christmassy. That's right. It's Christmas. Soon. And I know I said I wouldn't talk about New Year's, but you know what? I want to. I want to talk about New Year's. I'm very excited. I did a horror movie watch challenge this October. This most recent October, I watched a horror movie every day. For 31 days during the month of October, the spookiest month. I did a little, I'm currently doing a little 12 days of Christmas movies. Watch a thing. Watch a Christmas movie. 12 days in December, the 12 days of Christmas. You get it. And I had so much fun doing these <clears throat> watch a movie challenges that I decided, you know what? 365 next year next year in Israel watching movies 365 that is so I've decided I'm going to do a breakdown every month I'm going to watch themed movies every month and I'm going to tell you what they are so you can join me am I joking? maybe (laughs) for example uh, January 31 days. This year it's going to be January. That's what I'm calling it. January. 31 movies about hair. That's right. I'm watching both Legally Blondes, all three barber shops, and then the spin off Beauty Shop. There's some horror movies. The Stylist, about a killer hairstylist. Bad hair about uh, extensions that kill. Also, there's a movie called The Mustache. I'm watching it. Feb, excuse me, Fe, Fe Brewery, B R E W. That's right. Twenty eight movies about drinking. We got Beer Fest. We got another round. These are, I'm going to watch only movies about people getting blotto. <laughs> and then next month, we move on to Smarch, which is movies in school. Smart people in March. Smarch. Smartch. Smartch. You know what I mean? Next up, we're doing Ape Roll. Movies about monkeys. 
Congo. Uh, Mighty Joe Young. Things like that. Then May is, uh, we're spelling it M-E-H. May? <laughs> Canadian movies. That's right. Movies only by Canadians. Cronenberg. Atomagoyan, who I once told him I was a fan when I saw him at a movie theater. And he said, really? Because I was very young, but I recognized him. And he said, what? I like that. I said, ooh, I'm wise beyond my years. Or he just, I was, he was on the way to the bathroom. And he was like, don't, kid, get away, get away from me. But anyway. May, May, Canadian movies. June, June. Mm, that's right, Jewish films. We're watching specifically Jewish films. A Serious Man. The Fablemans. Um, don't make some joke. We're going to do this celebratorily, okay? And respectfully. July. L-I-E. Movies about spies. I love liars. Cinematic liars. August. Movies about wind. So we're going to do like, uh, you know, Twister. And also um, that movie where that kid farts a lot. We're doing Serpentember. 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 Movies about snakes. So that's Anaconda. Anaconda 2. Something about a blood diamond. Snakes on a plane. Uh, snakes in Ukraine. Which is a whole... Watching it through today's lens is a totally different film. We're doing Octopus Burr. <laughs> Octopus Burr. Movies of... With octopuses. <laughs> so that's like my octopus teacher, uh, my octopus plumber, the whole series. <laughs> Finding Dory. Um, my octopus IRS agent. We're doing novel ember. November movies about books. Not just not just based on books, movies about books, Secret Window, The Page Master, you know, books have to make a big deal, a big splash in the plot. And finally, December, Desk, yeah. December, but December, Deck, movies with cards. So that means Rain Man. Others. This is going to be a good year full of watching movies. Get in touch with me if you want to join this watch list. Follow me on Letterboxd at Daniel Karen. I think. Follow me on IMDb at Harry Man, not on top. They didn't. Daniel Karen was taken. Speaking of take, and I'm taken with our guest, Joey Elias. Thank you. I want to thank everybody at CJLO for helping me put this show on every week. Because we have to end it. We only have a few minutes left, like two. So I want to thank Allison. I want to thank Chris, Calvin, 
and I'll figure out how to say her name eventually, and I don't mean any disrespect by this. I hope you know it's because I'm stupid, and not because I don't take the time to learn. I take the time to learn. And then my brain is assaulted. Because that's... When I take in information, I consider it an assault. Because I'm not very smart. Do you get it? Are you starting to get this? So anyway, Frankella. Francella. Francella. One of those three. You're doing God's work. Thank you for being... Well, not here, but yourself. Thank you for doing it is. Th doing what it is you do, is what I meant. <laughs> God, I need a, I don't know, uh, aspirin, I think? Thank you to Corey Gandel for his theme music each and every week. It's the greatest theme song on earth. And I love you, Corey, and I hope you're doing well. And lastly, I want to thank each and every one of you for listening. Each and every one of you. Every single person, if you're listening to this, I want you to know you can text me at any time. And I'll answer with a heart emoji. And probably a, hey, a little busy, I'll get back to you later. But I'll answer. I'll answer. Folks, we'll be back next week with our very last show of 2022 to... I don't know who we're going to have. Honestly, I haven't booked it yet. I was so excited for Joey. Who the who who's gonna come in? Maybe you know what? Maybe I'll try to get somebody into the studio. Okay, maybe we'll do that. Maybe I'll call my mother, see how she's doing. Maybe we can get a live tarot card read from somebody who I've been meaning to have on the show for years. You got exciting stuff coming up in 2023. But first, one more episode next week, Wednesday, 5 p.m., six central. Have a great night, everybody. I hope to see you next week and that you have a good week. And I'll see you soon. I love you. Okay, bye-bye. Caring is sharing your heart's desires in conversations by the fire with Dan Lila Karen.